0: Hey guys, welcome back to SoundHub, your concise tech news podcast. I'm your host, Drew Pearson, and in this episode, let's talk about some of the big news from February. First off, Samsung has introduced their next lineup of Galaxy phones, which will be in the hands of many of you this year, if history is any indication. So the truth of the matter is that the Galaxy S10 phones are pretty much updates of the S9 phones with a couple of standout features. These phones feature reverse charging, so you can charge your Samsung watch or the new Samsung wireless earbuds just by setting them on your phone. It's an interesting feature, uh, but I don't see a whole lot of people using this day to day, just because which device do we prioritize having to charge? Yeah, our phone. Instead of a notch on the front screen, uh, Samsung chose to do what I'm calling a hole-punch camera cutout. They laser-cut a hole in the corner of the screen so that the camera can peek through. It's really unique, um, but I'm sure you'll see copycats soon from other brands. And they added back the headphone jack, so kudos to you, Samsung. Overall, These phones are great competitors to the current crop of iPhones, and it'll be interesting to see how they do. Speaking of the Samsung Galaxy wireless earbuds, uh, they are now aiming squarely to compete with the Apple AirPods. They cost $130, which is cheaper than the AirPods, and they come out March 8th. We'll have to wait and see how good they sound. Samsung purchased Harman Audio and they claim that these new earbuds have been tuned by AKG, which is a good sign, but we shall see. Uh, I'll be keeping my eye on the reviews because Samsung has a lackluster history with audio products, but since they did purchase Harman, which is a juggernaut, I'm really curious to see how their audio products shake out from this point on. If you're not a Samsung owner, but you're still interested in the convenience of truly wireless earbuds, Anker also released their competitor the AirPods. They're called the Zolo Liberty. If you want wireless convenience for your Android phone, these may be for you. The retail price is just $99, which is great, but they don't have great reviews so far. So get these at your own risk. Anker is usually pretty great at listening to their customers and changing the product based on reviews, so version 2 may be excellent. But you may want to skip these as they sit currently. Going back to the Samsung news, even though the S10 models are normal, updated phones, they did announce something exciting, the Galaxy Fold, which will be the first folding phone on the market. I know your mind instantly went to the old flip phones when I said that, but no. This is more like an iPad mini that folds in half and is usable as a phone. Personally, I don't think this phone is going to sell well, and I don't think they expect it to, Uh, but do you know why? Because Samsung will start the price of the phone at a whopping $1,980. Yeah. But, early adopters, and those with loaded wallets, rejoice! You can grab this phone, and you will truly stand out. The Fold has two AMOLED screens. The interior, when unfolded, is 7.3 inches in a 4.2 by 3 aspect ratio, and is known as the Infinity Flex. The official resolution has not been released yet, but I would be surprised if it is less than 1080p, given Samsung's expertise at building great AMOLED displays. There is also a secondary display for when the phone is folded, and that is 4.6 inches. The other specs for this device are top tier. There is an octa-core processor inside the fold with 12 gigabytes of RAM and 512 gigabytes of storage with no options for a micro SD. The battery is also fairly large. Uh, You can multitask with three apps at once, which is nice if you value that. And Samsung has also loaded this thing with cameras. Six in total, actually. That's a lot of cameras. Samsung didn't have a long time in the spotlight, however. Less than a week after the Fold announcement, The Chinese company Huawei announced their folding phone, the Mate X. It is actually thinner, has a bigger screen, and folds flatter than the Samsung. The Mate X has an 8 inch screen unfolded and 6.6 inches folded. Not bad. North American pricing has not been revealed. But Huawei will be selling the phone in Europe starting at €2,299. Oh, and it also has 5G, although that's irrelevant until coverage starts rolling out. Reviews will let us know how this phone functions in real life. I for one am just happy that companies are making unique and quirky cell phones again. It was getting pretty stale there for a while, right? Speaking of 5G, or not, uh, you have probably seen AT&T commercials advertising 5G service. Well guess what, it is actually just enhanced 4G. They are dubbing it 5G evolution, which is similar to the tactic they used to pretend that they were the first carrier to offer 4G back in the 3G days. Well. Sprint and T-Mobile are not having it. Uh, Both of those carriers have been working hard to build a real 5G network backbone, and Sprint has decided to sue AT&T over this dubious advertising. 5G will be great once it becomes a norm, but for now, don't worry too much about missing out. Tesla, not content to stay out of the news for too long, announced Dog Mode. It is available as a free software update to all Tesla owners, and it is designed to keep your pooch cool. Here is the description straight from Tesla. Quote, Keep your dog comfortable in your car while letting people passing by know they don't need to worry with dog mode. In addition to keeping the climate control on, the touchscreen will display the current cabin temperature. To enable dog mode, tap the fan icon at the bottom of the touchscreen when your car is parked. Set climate. Set keep Climate On to Dog, make adjustments within temperature limits, then leave knowing your pet will stay comfortable. Dog mode will stay on after you leave the car. If your battery reaches less than 20% charge, you will receive a notification on your mobile app. So that's a really nice feature. Um, and the fact that they let passerbys know Um, that your dog is cool and comfortable uh, is great. In Amazon news, I'm sure you've heard by now they have scrapped their plans to open up another headquarters in New York City after the citizens and labor unions protested. This was big news for about a day and now we are left wondering where they will set up their second headquarters. There is some more Amazon news I'd like to discuss. Uh, They brought the They bought the mesh Wi-Fi company, Eero. Eero has been one of the best-reviewed mesh Wi-Fi systems on the market, but it was on the pricier end of the spectrum. So, this may be the partnership that finally brings mesh networking really down to an affordable price, since Amazon regularly sells things at cost to gain market coverage. However... There is a good counterpoint against letting Amazon into more of your life than we already do. I'll keep you updated on how this acquisition plays out, but at this point, I have my reservations about privacy issues. In more Amazon news, they reinstated selling their Alexa wall clock yet again. If you weren't familiar, they began selling a wall clock that synced with Alexa timers. It's pretty neat if you cook a lot and use timers. And it just happens to be a simple, attractive wall clock that costs just $30. However, sales were halted last month after a Bluetooth Bluetooth bug was discovered. Well, Amazon fixed the issue and have started selling the clocks once again. IKEA Everyone's favorite Swedish relationship fight initiator has some exciting tech news for once. They have announced that they will begin s- selling smart window blinds in the U.S. on April 1st. They are motorized blackout shades, and they are called the... Uh, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> uh, if If you... Never heard of smart blinds before, uh, internet controlled automated shades. That's probably because most smart blinds cost anywhere between $300 and $500. Their high cost makes them a tough smart home upgrade to swallow, so any affordable competition in this space is worth learning more about. However, IKEA's official pricing in the US is still unannounced. IKEA also promises their upcoming smart blinds will come bundled with a remote control and a rechargeable battery pack, as well as support for Alexa, Apple HomeKit, and Google Assistant. What more can you want? I'm looking forward to testing these out in the store. IKEA also announced that they are partnering with everyone's favorite wireless home speaker maker, Sonos, for their own line of smart speakers. They first announced the partnership back in 2017 as a way to integrate Sonos into furniture and also lower the cost of entry into built-in home audio systems. IKEA will name their products, again, I'm going to butcher this, Symphonicsk, and promises that they will integrate, integrate fully with their existing lines of smart devices such as Lights, outlets, and those smart blinds I just mentioned. Pricing hasn't been announced yet, but expect IKEA to undercut the current Sonos pricing. The IKEA partnership isn't the only effort Sonos is making to create speakers that are integrated into furniture. Back in August, they announced that they were collaborating with custom home audio company Sonance to create outdoor, ceiling, and in-wall architectural speakers designed to work with the Sonos app. In Apple news, they issued a software update to fix the group FaceTime bug that enabled users the ability to hear the microphone of a, part- of a participant that hadn't accepted the call yet. Apple also has teased a March event that might just focus on their news app. Most people expect them to begin offering a sort of condense. Uh, subscription model newspapers and other media have been struggling with the new digital landscape much the way the music industry was struggling with the advent of mp3s apple solved their monetization problems by introducing the itunes store can they do a similar feat with news media well i will be watching and i will let you know on next month's news episode for sure The last thing I'd like to talk about this month is a big announcement in the TV world. Panasonic has introduced that they will be building OLED TVs. Up to this point, it has pretty much been LG's game. OLED technology has proven itself as the top TV technology for picture quality. And it's really nice that we will have a competitor spice up the market. Panasonic has been struggling lately after being on the top of the heap with their plasma TVs. They announced their return to the market at CES this year. We've since got more details on an additional three OLED televisions, which all share the same panel and processor, but vary in model sizes and the level of audio quality on offer. It really seems they are looking to compete directly with the LG models. And there you have it. Another episode of Sound Hub. Thank you to any new listeners out there for subscribing and spreading the word. Uh, We are available on all major podcasts and streaming platforms. You can also visit us at soundhubpodcast.com or by liking us on Facebook. If you would like to support me and the cost it takes to keep this going, Sound Hub now has a Patreon page where you can donate as little as $1 per month. Thank you very much if you choose to become a patron. Also, please drop me a review on iTunes if you have a minute. Uh, It helps with feedback and helps others find us as well. You can email suggestions or feedback to drew at soundhubpodcast.com as well. Stay tuned for the next episode. And again, thanks for listening. Bye.